books, pots, cookers, couches, plates, letters, my clothes, my shoes, my games, my sheets, my duvets and all my books, flowers that I pressed, but it's still there. What the drawer is? that you slept in is still there beside their bed. Isn't that amazing? I know. It's still there beside their bed. Like the first time I went up there about five years ago, I was like, oh my God. It's like, what happened to these people? I'll back up a bit. Yeah, I'll back up. <laughs> to your coffee. Have That's you Natasha, yeah, my eldest sister. Charlotte's in the middle. Charlotte, to your coffee. Oh, tea, I'm Zoe. I'm the baby. I was born in 1977. My sisters and I all live in Dublin, but only get to meet up together now and again. The dog loves grapes. Oh, really? Loves grapes. I tell the dog is from Dorky. <laughs> when I was born, my parents and my sisters and I lived in a cottage in Kilty Clotter in North Leitrim. We still own the cottage, but here's the thing. My folks left it over 30 years ago and never went back. My father went back to collect a few things shortly after we left, but my mother has never been back. Natasha went up a couple of years ago to check it out, and I've always wanted to see it. Everyone calls it the house, a house where nobody lives. They own it. My folks own it and have never been back. Why? My sister Natasha would have been ten when they left. And is there much stuff still up there? Yeah. It was just like the parents shut the door and went. It's so, I mean, that's very strange. Well, Zoe, when I went up there, when I went into the... It's very strange. I used to wonder where all my childhood stuff was. There was nothing from my childhood, Nothing. Where is it all? It's all up there in my bed. The sheets are still on my bed. The beds are still made up. But in the kitchen when you go up to the shelves, you know the little thing of herbs? They're still dry. They're not even damp. But why why have they never gone back? Memories putting it under... They never went back because you can't dry to it. You have to walk up to it. I want to bring my parents and my sisters back to the cottage together for the first time in 35 years. We all meet in Carrick and Shannon, where my parents have lived for about six years now. By the way, Carrick is only 40 miles away from the cottage. 40 miles. Hello. 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 Hi. Mm. Wonderful. Are the others here? Uh, oh, yes. Now. Will, will we bring your stuff in? Um, no, I'll get a cup of tea first. Would I? Okay. Yeah, yeah, great. It can get a bit confusing as sometimes we call my parents by their first names, Michael and Marita, sometimes Daddy and Mummy. And all the girls sound similar. Will we clear the table for dinner? 
Are they towny boots? Well, if she's wearing those daisy wellies, she's going to stand out a mile up in the bogs. Aren't they lovely? No, it's, we will not need wellies. It's laughing on the way down here, so I think it's going to be wet. No, no, you've been very pessimistic. We all have the same sense of humour. Shall I tell you what happened when I went to buy the slash hook? No. <laughs> I went in to buy a slash hook so we could get through the undergrowth. And uh, it was Valentine's Day when I went in. So I went in and I said, I'd like to buy a slash hook. And the guy goes, what, do you not get a Valentine's card? <laughs> I know the cottage itself is a stone cottage with three rooms. Most people would call it a famine cottage. I'll start with two. It's on 28 acres and most of it bog. Sinky wet. Honest to goodness, Bog. This is what's interesting, is that you and Michael have adult, mature adult memories of it, of when all of us, by the way, would have been younger. You guys would have oh, been yeah. younger than any of us here. Oh, now? You would have oh, been yeah, about 32, sure. 33 when you were living about up there. That, yeah. That's Do you know right. what I mean? So yeah. you're quite young Yes, yes. to live up in such a remote, isolated, cut off from <laughs> the world place. The only place that we were all sort of together for the first time was up in Kilty, because they had just been born. Yeah, we've never gone as a family. No. The only time any of us as a family went away for a night together was your wedding. Yeah. Isn't that mad? We've I mean, never had family holidays or gone no, anywhere as a family. No, it's crazy. That night, the night before we visited the cottage, was the first time in over 20 years that we've spent a night in the same house together. I think a lot of families are like that. It's hard to get together in one place. But yeah, that is a long time. My parents moved to Kilty in February 1977. No running water, no electricity... No sanitation of any kind. There was a well where they got their water and they lived by candle and gaslight. And, and then we found candles, burning candles alone is very expensive. We found that we were entitled to a gas grant for a gas cooker and gas lighting. The gas lights, um, we were playing Scrabble till three in the morning going, and, and the um, gas lights would be going all the time and it was only on our last day there we realised there was a switch that they would burn silently isn't that stupid but it was 30 odd quid and the guy had had the pub in the village he did it and, and it's the usual story they want you to pay up front and then you get the grant and I said no do the work and when I get the grant I'll, have the, you know, I'll give the cheque straight to you we never got the cheque so he never got paid so I'd say he's not going to have great memories of you. Well, you, I'll, I'll pop in if he's still alive. God bless him, I'll give him his money. Well, who knows, the cheque might be waiting for us when we get there. <laughs> what do you think it's going to look like, Charlotte? Well, it's a toddler, so he, I mean, I remember ducks and I remember outside the front door. I think I remember horses. I imagine it's overgrown by now. What, what what do you think it's going to look like? You must have a vision of how you've imagined it all these years. I have two images of it. I have an image of what it must have been like when we all lived there. I've never seen a photograph of the cottage. 
I imagine all the animals roaming around the front. In a way, I have this sort of Hansel and Gretel sort of feel about it, but I don't think it's going to be as pretty as that. So I've always made up my own pictures. I can sort of feel or see our family there. I can see mummy and daddy inside. I can see Charlotte sort of as a toddler roaming around. My vision might be a little romantic. I'm just there in mummy's arms. It seems like a wild place to me. Wild, but fun. We've parked the car, Marita, and we're out of the car. Tell me what. I, I just had this, always this silly thing in my head that... Do you think you're going to walk? Let her speak. Um, and it, it probably the, the family think I'm completely bonkers. I've always felt that there were kind of lonely good people there and absolutely yeah. delighted for us to be there. The, yeah. You know, the, And the sad were gone, and I think that they'll be very happy we've come back to yeah. say hello. Yeah. I really do feel I that. Agree with you. I agree never heard such nonsense in my life. <laughs> <laughs> the cottage was remote, two miles from the village, two long miles. The locals were lovely and their nearest neighbours were a father and son, the Moonies. Sonny was the father and Paddy was the son. Yeah. I wonder what they thought of a new family moving into such a remote townland. I always found Paddy Mooney, if I look back on him, completely accepting of me. Um, but when, when you say he was accepting of you, why wouldn't he be accepting of you? Oh, because you get... Um, but there's... Um, you know, you can leave this in or out, obviously, but there's a lot of prejudice, and in some areas you get it more than others. And Paddy Mooney copped my background or thing and accepted me, and it went on from there, you know. No, it wasn't, we weren't chums or anything, but he didn't raise my hackles in any way to have to defend one side or the other. He just let me be, which is very wise um, of him, you know. <laughs> We're a Church of Ireland family. It was the 70s, and it's right on the border. The roads in and out of Kilty were blocked during the Troubles. Mummy! No one came in, and no one left. I just want to see if you can point out the... I suppose we were the exception. Do you know the way from the road? Yeah, we'll know it anywhere. There's Black Pig's Dyke. So it's up there, and we don't go all the way to Kilty. The village is called Kilty Clogher, but everyone calls um, it Kilty. We're about two miles outside of it. And there's a little... little See this yellow line here? Yeah, that little road there. That's possibly the boring, the new road. I mean, it would be marked as one of those houses. And there's a little stream there, I see a little stream there. Kilty means stony woods. And a, and, a, and a lot of forestry, so that's probably it there. Yeah. So why move there in the first place? We were living in Tallow County, Waterford, and the owner had sold to some go-ahead farmer and he wanted to double the rent. My parents had dealt in antiques and the plan was to run a printing and publishing business, but their equipment was damaged in the move. We didn't really have anywhere else to go. So we already owned Kilty. We'd bought it a few months before. With the idea of moving up there? Not entirely, just the idea of getting some money into some land and maybe living up there. But then we found ourselves with nowhere else to go, so off we went and gave it a try. And we had some laughs, but, I mean, it wasn't very practical. Good morning. Good morning. Did you sleep? Okay. I did. Are you, are you ready? Are you excited? 
On the way in the car, we get chatting about how my mum would have been pregnant with me when they moved up there. Yes, and if you were pregnant, you were pregnant. It isn't the same high-tech internet thing as it is now. And what you must have, you you just were pregnant and got on with it. I never realised exactly how basic the setup had been in the cottage. I think the local doctor did, though. She bit my head off. I couldn't believe it. What are you doing living there? I said, well, we bought the place. You know, she said, well, I had that house condemned because the people couldn't live there and I couldn't get up. And because the last baby that was up there had died. Mm. Do you remember that? Pneumonia. Yeah. Yes. And, and I, I was expecting you yeah, at the time. Died, and she could see problems coming. What do you think, Mummy? It's very exciting. I don't recognise anything, though. Well, I well this is the road, doing, this is the yeah. only road in. As we get nearer to the cottage, I'm looking forward to seeing what's been left there for all these years, especially my cot. There's two chests of drawers, one of which that we call mine, the solid mahogany one. That was your first bed, a drawer from that. <laughs> That's what you slept in when we lived there. When it was draft-proof. It was totally draft-proof, safe. You, you know, you couldn't... I can't remember what we... You couldn't fall out of it. ...sat it on, but, you know, it, we, I think we actually went on top of the dressing table at some stage, when she was very little. Um, yeah, that was where you slept, was your cot. I, I think I'd be really freaked out to see that. <laughs> Would you like it? I don't know. I don't know if I'd like to take it down with me. There's a little left turn over a bridge up here. Yeah, this is coming up just now. Mooney's on the right and we're at the next gap. Yeah. But here we go. This is us now. On the right. Right, so are you ready? This is where you trip. Yeah, again, so. Here we are. <gasps> this is the boring. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to reverse and we'll just park now. This is the new road. 50, 50 minutes, you'd say? Ten fifteen minutes, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty um pretty bad. Yeah. I don't remember it being this muddy as this at all. The boreen is ankle high in mud. Get a car up here. No, you couldn't buy you could barely even get a four by four up here. You know. And I can't believe that you would walk up and down here pregnant. Yes. <laughs> You can see for miles, farmland, lakes, hills. It's beautiful. Oh my God. Charlotte's coming to help you, man. That's where I got stuck as well. Sorry, kids. Don't go, no, don't go in there. Stay in the middle. I keep pace with my mother. The last time she walked up here, she was 33. That's more than half her lifetime ago. I had more energy then, I know. Beyond where the cottage is, you can see a hill, our hill. It looks down over where the cottage lies, hidden. Charlotte, go around this way up here. 
You just have to see that when you see that, that muck, that's us, that's the sinky stuff. Below that, there's a stream, but we're still clambering our way into the cottage. And, oh, I can see the house now. I can just see it poking out from above the trees. Oh, oh. what an adventure. This is amazing. There's a few daffodils growing here still. It's been built up in my mind for years. Up close, time has taken over. It's completely overgrown. Is this the front of the house? Yeah. Oh my goodness, it really is. A tangle of trees and thyme. It's magical. Although there's still about 10, 20 foot of branches in front of the entrance. We need the slash hook to hack through the growth blocking the doorway. I can't even see the door coming through. The door is actually wide open. Just climb under these branches. Here, I'm trying to clear. Is that the door there? I'm almost afraid to go in there. Oh my goodness. Mind your eyes out for a minute. Okay. What do you think, Mummy? It's as I expected. Come on, we're going in. And the door was painted blue, was it? Red. Red. It's, you can't see any red on the oh, Oh my goodness, what's that? As we go through the door, all that's going through my head is who gets to do this? Who gets to go back to where they started out to see it as it was then? That was my bedroom. Brass bed's still there. We lived here and we'll come in. Oh, come in, mummy. As we left it. Yeah. Look up the chimney. It's, it's not as, I mean, it's all upset. Inside the cottage is your three basic rooms. The front door leads right into the living room and either side of that is a bedroom. Is it as you remember it? In my parents' bedroom is the drawer. The drawer has been lying there discarded for my entire life. It's actually a really deep drawer, isn't it? And it's right beside their bed still. As I've grown, been to school, college, travelled the world, married, had my own children... It's always been there. Excuse me, folks. Can you just have a seat in? Mind the floor now. The floor is like Walk through, Sharks, so they can get in. There's your chest of drawers. Oh, that's my chest of drawers, yeah. right. Oh, forget that. Yeah. Here's a baby drawer. sheet for you. What's that, Natasha? It's a sheet that you've slept in as a baby. Oh, well, not necessarily. Well, it's still there. It would have been used. The cottage oh, is a shambles. God, I remember you wearing that skirt, Marita. Over the years, people have been through it, so it's all a jumble, but our stuff is there. It's all there. Six foot bed, yeah, ten by ten, yeah, probably about ten by ten. We're going to have a look at my room and see what's in there. These are all my books. I used to press flowers. Look how she is. It's weird, isn't it? Oh. What? It's just a bit weird. The bed is sunk in the middle, and. I know. Look, look, even sheets are still on the wall the bed. The sheets are on the bed, yeah, and the pillow. Yeah, hello, yeah. Do you feel sad looking at it all? Yeah. I just feel sad that it was all left here. Because I often used to wonder what stuff from my childhood was. Okay, rotting. Away. And did you think we'd come back? I never got a chance to say goodbye. Really, Zoe? Annoyed, I get, I get cross, you know. Weeds had grown up just as high as the door 
There were birds in the chimney and an old chest of drawers. Looks like no one ever come back to the house where nobody lives. The kitchen's extraordinary. There's still lots of food in it, but no one to feed. Give a pickled egg, look. God help it. Oh, it's just still in it. I'm not going to risk it. This baby food, Charlotte food. And, that, and that's unopened? Yeah. I don't open it. No, no. That's 35 years old. Everything you're looking at, isn't it? There's ink. Look, mommy's ink. I thought I'd be more sentimental about all the stuff. Charlotte, my sister, has a really positive take on it all. Yeah, I'm absolutely sentimental, but sentimental is for something that you've lost. I never felt that Kilty was lost. I mean, it would have been so nice to have this growing up, wouldn't it? Yes, absolutely it would. But um, there's no use crying over spilt milk. <laughs> really, there isn't. And there's Charlotte's plastic knickers. Quite possibly, yeah. Uh, Charlotte, there's a ball here of yours. Oh, sorry, is it blue? No, it's orange. Oh, no, I don't know. It's the musical ball. <laughs> Very good. Oh, it's <laughs> Got umbrellas and frogs. And... So there you are, Zoe. What do you think, Mummy? Last from the past, the <laughs> No, I don't think I would have left it all there, but you, you just don't know. Getting everything out would have been pretty difficult and I'm starting to see that now. A cattle truck, that's how they got it all in in the first place. It's a big cattle truck that we got so, so that we could take gear, whatever gear we had down in Tallow. Barring three pieces we left in storage with a guy in Yall and we've never been back with them. So the country is littered with your gear. I know. Oh, my life. That's why we said we're never moving again. But do, do you just not care enough about possessions to collect them? What is it? Well, it's expensive it, yeah, to and, our lorries and bring bits of furniture well, that first, are really not worth much money. No, and we've all, our time has always been better spent doing other things, like bringing we up you three. We never stopped hard, working. Very hard work. We never stopped working. But, I mean, you have to admit, it's quite strange not going back for your stuff. I mean, or even to look, or even to, to see what's there. Well, it's very disheartening having to build another household all over again yeah. and move and leave some of it. You always lose stuff when you move. But, but I mean, we're doing pretty st- well at the moment. We've kept everything together for the last... <laughs> well, year. since I've been born, certainly, yeah. since the last, since the last uh, desertion, anyway. Hmm. So... When you left, did you did you think that you'd ever go back? Because no, I think we, I think we, we, well, we, we only left shortly. We, we thought we'd be back. Yeah, I think. I mean, our plans were probably vague enough, but we never thought we were going to leave the place idle forever. And if you're working and uh, you know working, you you barely have enough energy at the weekends to get ready for next week. Seven days a week for a few years. And you know we never had a holiday, but I swear, barring Christmas, all the time you were growing up, we never bought a bottle of wine. We never spent a penny that we didn't have to. And seven days a week takes it out of you, you know. My sisters and I look all around, outside, in the stone sheds at the back, and then Natasha and Charlotte disappear off to explore more.
way back around the house. I'm sure this is Natasha going down to the river. You already have to fight your way through. And at the front of the cottage. Oh. oh, God. It's tricky. Yeah, I couldn't be bothered. No, it's tricky. I, I thought it was missing. But He's holding a water drum. That held like a gallon and a half easily. And Charlotte dropped a grapefruit spoon in it, a silver grapefruit in spoon. That, in that? Yes, and they were in there, because we weren't prepared to cut it in those days. You couldn't shake them out. So you've just cut it we've now? just cut it now and retrieved the... And it's still there intact? Show me. Show well, Mummy has them in her pocket, I should think, by now. Uh, here's the spoon. Okay. I can't believe that you remember it after 35 years, that it was still there in that drum. <laughs> well, I do have that kind of funny memory, darling. Yeah, yeah well, I, I bought a present to leave. If you take something away, you should leave something. What did you bring? Oh, here. I, I bought something really nice for here. You're going to tell All me? Right. <laughs> Michael will think it's stuff and nonsense. Well, of course it is. <laughs> you want to see it? Yeah. Keep them happy in here. It's a little page. I like little glass beads. Well, they're nice and shiny. Well, it's like something a magpie would like. Yeah, well, I'll leave it where a magpie wouldn't find it. It's kind of nice to leave something, I suppose. Uh, you want to leave something if you take something? Yeah. Well, I... <laughs> he doesn't agree with it. No, he doesn't. But everything here is ours anyway. <laughs> you know. Then we have to worry. I think it's nice to leave something. I think you're right. Yeah. Someone's looked after it for a few yeah, years. That's how I feel about it, so... After a couple of hours rambling around, we get ready to leave. You know, there are empty houses all over Ireland these days. Ghost estates, vacant holiday homes, derelicts. You see them in the distance as you drive around and you always wonder, who are the people that belong to that house? At least I've been able to fill in one of those blanks after 35 years. It's pretty quiet up here, isn't it? Yes. Marita, are we ready? Yes. Natasha, can I ask you to put that in your study bag? Bye-bye, house. Stay safe and we shall be back. I didn't take anything from the cottage. I didn't want to. I must say it was quite nice to go on our first family holiday together. (laughs) Has it changed your view of your parents? Yeah, I think uh, it's pretty rough conditions, Mummy. I mean, that you ever moved up there in the first place. I yeah, think. Michael reminded me that, I, you know, I wasn't that happy. But I don't remember not being that happy. For years that you were just imagining what the place looks like and then to go and see it, and it's so dilapidated and so run down and everything's ruined and gone. Yeah. It's very sad. I think it's very sad. Yes, but I, I've had to do that about, you know, six or seven times. But you've never yeah. left a house complete like that. When you say you'll be back, I mean, I, I think I'd go back to someone on holiday and i never get back. When you say goodbye to someone, you never realise you won't see them again, you know? Do you think you'll go back there ever again? No, I told Natasha I will not be arriving for tea very often. <laughs> I'm warning her now. <laughs> That's it? That's it, yes. Natasha is the eldest in the family, so she'll own the cottage now. It would be great to see something done with it, and I hope it isn't a pipe dream. It should be in a museum, actually. How's it should make it into a little museum. It, well, it's like a museum, <laughs> yes, Mummy. Yes, yeah. Except nothing's very well preserved. We decide to head into Kilty for a drink in the pub. 
a much needed drink. I think that I think that wind was trying to blow us off this mountain. I can I didn't realise that this was going to be, in a way, the most surprising part of the trip. There's a library here now, yeah. Where was For the sale with planning permission. Yeah, yeah and there's the butchers all there. There are a few locals having a drink in the pub. We chat to a couple of them. And one of them called Huey actually remembers us. Thank you. Welcome back anyway. That's a good one. It's often quiet about you. Well, we were often intending to come back. We went away. We thought we were going away for the winter and coming back the next year. Just the weekend was born that time. That's right. I remember you. Yeah, that's a good one. It was a long time since we met you now. Do you remember who lived there before? I do, of course. It was an uncle of my own. Oh, really, was it? He calls the townland around the cottage, Corrin Moore. So you'd, you'd know the cottage well enough, would you? Oh, God, eh? There was, 30, there was 33 houses on Corrin Moor at that time, and late in every one of them. And now there's, there's one. <laughs> Aye. Mm-hmm. Queer changes. What's that say? Josh is threatening to come back, but I don't know. <laughs> You will, they'll come back to see us. Say so there's a few summers work. It must be, it must be yeah. shocking off looking now, is it? Yeah. The last three children was born, there's me, but you in the Manhattan Hospital. Really? There's me, the body in that night. To, to Manor Hamilton? Yeah. when Manor Hamilton, born. aye. Oh, really? You brought her in? It was me, the body. It was you that drove me. Twas I'm me that blown away. I've just bumped into the man that drove my mother to hospital on the night I was born. And I, I, I brought you in, Michael. Well, I, I made it anyway. You made it, Annie. You're so, you're, you're, you're so raved, Annie. Yeah, I do. Charlotte is great at putting things in perspective. I think significant bits of your life come back into your life when the time is right for for you to deal with them. And you wanting to have a look at where you initially started was a, a great a great reason for us all to convene up here and have a look at it. And maybe it's better that sort of time has moved over it in a way uh, and to come back to somewhere where you definitely, definitely happy. A little bit of that happiness is encapsulated. Huey offers help in getting the place fixed up and he's so positive about it, it actually feels like it might happen. Does it feel like 35 years you'll get a copy? No. Since you drove her to be born? No, 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 God, you don't find the years going round, no. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great to meet you, Sandy. Uh, take care of you. We've been touch now. We have, we have the phone number yeah. now, yeah. now, so yeah. you, have, you have my phone number. So the thing is, I, I was born here, I feel like I have a bit of a connection. You there know, you so. are now, and we'll look after you everywhere you yeah. come when you come round. Yeah, yeah. be nice. That's grand. Uh, well, thanks, thanks very much for being so, so welcoming. Um, everyone. Yeah, you're, you're partly responsible for me, so I'll be seeing you again. <laughs> Don has come back, is it? <laughs> it took a while, though. It took a while, but Don has come back, is it? <laughs> but the melting in all of this, it's like having won the lotto and you hadn't checked your ticket. I had, had an inheritance that I didn't happen on years later, 40 years later. And what we had would have bought us a house in Dorking. If, if, (laughs) you know. Unfortunately for all of us, by the time she got it, it was worth nothing. But there's always the what ifs. 
I yeah. mean, life's irony is we, we would have stayed in Dorky forever. Of course. And never seen Kilty Clocher. You know, Crockwell, yeah. Tallow County, Waterford, and everywhere else. Yeah, such is life. Which would you have preferred? That's a good question, well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, isn't it? After seeing the cottage, I sort of get why my parents never went back. What I really do understand, though, is that there's no point in trying to confront them about decisions they did or didn't make 35 years ago. If I have unanswered questions, it's because I'm asking the people they are now and not the people who made those decisions half a lifetime ago. And because the cottage was never sold and they did walk away from it, it means that it's there now to do something with. It means it's not the end of the story. Without love, it ain't nothing but a house, a house where nobody lives.